Hey, 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 welcome to the Ritz Report. It is Friday, February 18th, 2022. Thank you for taking some time out of your day to join me on today's podcast. I know this is a Friday, the 18th. I don't normally record on Fridays. I usually do Tuesdays and Thursdays for those of you out there who listen regularly. Hey, thank you for listening. Um, it was a bad day yesterday, a bad day. My, my sweet dog, her name was Molly. She was uh, going to be 10 in September, and she passed away yesterday. She, uh, she's had um, congestive heart failure for a couple of years, and she, we've been dealing with it. She's been taking medication, and I had been away. Uh, some of you know I was in Florida for a couple of weeks, so my brother had been watching her, and she was fine. And I picked her up on Sunday when I got back. And she was fine on Monday. Uh, and then Tuesday morning, she took her medicine and ate her breakfast. And that was the last time that she ate or drank. So she's a fickle eater. So oftentimes I think to myself, she d- there are times where she skips meals. So usually if I can get her medicine into her, I'm fine with her not eating because it's not an uncommon thing. She was a, uh, a little mix between a beagle and a boston terrier i'll I'll put a picture of her up at richreport.com so if you guys are interested you can check it out uh but she ate on tuesday morning and then that was it she wouldn't eat or drink again so yesterday sort of in a panic i take her to the vet hoping that uh we can we can fix the problem adjust change the medicine do whatever we need to do and uh she was in, she was in heart failure when, uh, when I got her there. So the doctor said to me, um, the vet said to me, we can try to get her out of heart failure, but this is going to happen again. And it's not a matter of months. It's a matter of weeks. So we had to make the decision to, uh, to let her go. And I know a lot of you out there probably have gone through an experience just like this with pets of your own. Oh, I swear, I never in a million years would have thought that, that it was going to hurt me so badly. I mean, I, I, knew, I knew that I loved her, but I just, um, the last 24 hours have been heartbreaking. Heartbreaking. <sighs> anyway. That's why I didn't record yesterday, and I apologize for that. Uh, but I'm back here now. Uh, so let me say we get into it. I'm sorry for bleeding all over you. <laughs> I just wanted to let those people who do listen uh, regularly know why why the show is late and why I wasn't here uh, yesterday. And for all of you out there who've experienced this uh, with a pet of yours, my heart goes out to you because it hurt a lot. But if you want to send me notes of adoration and love or pure hatred, please do so to Ritz at RitzReport.com. Ritz at RitzReport.com. Check me on the socials at RitzReport. Uh, and send me send me notes. Why, why not? Come on. Come on, man. man. Send me some notes. <laughs> what are we talking about today? We're talking about Canada. Quick, the truckers up there. What's going on in Canada? We're talking about the globalists and what potentially could be going on here. We are going to touch on New York City and data coming out of Scotland because it seems that uh, people want to start not publishing data as it relates to COVID. Why would that be? Hmm. 
We're going to think about that. We're going to think about that. But let's start with Canada, shall we? Cops are now arresting some of the organizers that are putting things together in Canada. It turns out they've uh, actually announced that if you have a pet, speaking of pets, this is sort of apropos, if you have a pet when you're arrested by the Canadian authorities, if you cannot make arrangements for your pet to be picked up, taken care of, something, uh, they're going to use they're going to euthanize your pet after eight days because you know this is all about COVID, and it's all for your well being and your health. Isn't that clear at about this point? Isn't it clear that looking at what's going on in Canada, isn't it clear that it's all about COVID? I don't even think anybody up there has mentioned COVID as this whole thing has unfolded, as Mr. Justin Trudeau has decided to throw off the mask and show us, yeah, that he's not this guy who just puts his pronouns in his email signature. And he's not this guy who just runs around and wears blackface and he's a happy-go-lucky guy. He's a tyrant, a tyrant. And now that he's thrown the mask off and all the videos have come out where he's praising China for being able to do what they want to do when they want to do it in regards to climate. These people are tyrants, that they are going to literally take away your money. And think about the division that he is sowing. And it's happening here too, right? But I think it's more pronounced in Canada. Think about the division that he is sowing up there in regards to people who gave some money to this trucker convoy. You had a woman last night who owns a gelato shop that was on Tucker Carlson's show. All she wants to do is sell gelato and live in freedom. Live in freedom. That's all she wants to do. So she gives a little bit of money to this trucker convoy. Some low-life loser who's a leftist who supports this tyrannical nonsense decides to hack the database of Give, Send, Go. Hacks the database, steals all the data, gives it to the, to the uh, Royal Mounted Police up there, and then they start releasing it to the press. And these people are getting letters from the state saying, we see that you've given some money to this trucker convoy. Explain yourself. We're in a free society. What you should do is extend them your middle finger and say, it's none of your damn business. But this poor woman had to shut down her shop because she's getting death threats from her fellow Canadians. Now I ask you, would she be getting death threats from her fellow Canadians if the tyrant in charge, Trudeau, wasn't sowing division and hatred among his people? Shouldn't everyone in Canada want to live in freedom? Same here in the United States where we have our leaders sowing division and hatred between people who are vaccinated and unvaccinated. Those who have a booster and those who don't. What, people no longer get to choose what they put into their body? And the, the people who chose to put it into their body, as the more and more data comes out about side effects and deaths and, and information that is disturbing related to the vaccine, you don't think that they look in the mirror in the morning and think to themselves, what did I do? Did I make a mistake here? And they don't want to be alone in their decision. They want everybody to be in the boat with them. Everybody to be in the boat with them. And our so-called leaders across the board, 
Trudeau, Biden. They're just sowing division. It's all about division. And like, what is exactly going on in Canada? What is going on? Is it, like, it's clearly not about COVID, right? We haven't heard about COVID. The things that they're doing now have nothing to do with COVID. They're going to seize your bank account. They're going to shut down your business. They're going to ruin your life. They're going to kill your dog. All of this is related to COVID. How exactly? How is all of this the, uh, oh, hey, we're all in this together. Remember that? 14 days to slow the curve. We're all in this together. Right. Yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't seem that we are. So I, I actually think that uh, when the truckers showed up in Ottawa, when they showed up there, Trudeau ran away. He went into hiding. He claimed he had COVID. I don't believe him. I don't believe him. I think he ran away. I think he ran away and he met with the other globalists on the planet because he is a globalist. He met with the other globalists on the planet, the, the Joe Bidens of the world. You think Joe Biden cares about the United States? Joe Biden cares about Joe Biden and not much else and pandering to whoever it is he thinks is going to help him stay in power. That's all Joe Biden cares about. Joe Biden's a clown. Joe Biden is a, is a, a loser that the Democrat Party knew the guy was a lying loser for decades. And only in the last 15 minutes did they push him forward to say, this is our guy. Right. Right. I'm sure there are lots of people on the left who think Joe Biden is the guy. He's run for president like 14 times. What did he get? Like 2% of the vote suddenly? This time he gets more votes than any person in the history? I mean, really? We've gone from, oh, you're a complete and utter pathetic loser who can't get more than 2% of the vote to most votes in history. Nobody thinks that's odd. Just me. Just like when the vaccines came out. Give you free booze, free beer, free lottery tickets. Cross the pond, you get free sex. Free donuts. Had the moron mayor from New York City, Bill de Blasio, sitting there at 8 o'clock in the morning eating a burger and fries that you could get if you got vaccinated. But everything's on the up and up. We're all good. But back to these globalists, right? So you have the World Economic Forum. For those of you who've never heard of it, it's this organization that meets a bunch of billionaires who get together and they meet over in Davos every year and talk about how they want to save the world from climate change, Trump supporters, whatever it might be, whatever's floating their boat that day. But when they talk about improving the world, they're talking about improving the world for them. They will always be the elites. They will always be at the top of the pile. They will be the ones in charge. Everybody else, they need to figure out, well, how do we make it fair? How does everybody suffer equally under whatever this new world order is that we're trying to create? And how do we bring it about? Well, I think COVID was a, uh, either it was part of the plan, look up event 201, either it was part of the plan or when they saw what was happening with COVID, it became the plan. Let's use this to get started. Let's use this to sow division. So when they, when the elites that are part of this, whether it be Klaus Schwab, 
and you know, Klaus Schwab runs an organization where they, 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 um, like educate the up and coming quote unquote leaders. Trudeau went through this education. Trudeau's, uh, next in line there. Freeland, she went through that. Macron, a lot of these people who are quote unquote leaders around the world are in bed up to their ears with the World Economic Forum. Well, the World Economic Forum has said that by 2030, no one will own anything and you'll all be very happy about it. And this is not a conspiracy theory. This is not me making it up. Go to the World Economic Forum website, look at the documentation, look at their videos. No one will own anything and you'll be happy about it. There's also videos of Schwab online, Klaus Schwab online, talking about the fact that they have infiltrated governments around the world. So again, not some conspiracy theorists, not Ritz over here just making things up. Misinformation, right, as they would now classify it. So that's actually true. So I think when he ran away and disappeared when the truckers showed up, he was meeting with all these people. And all of these people said to him, like, there is absolutely no way these truckers get what they want. You must crush this. You must crush this. And I said this before on the podcast. The other provinces that have dropped their vaccine mandates, Trudeau doesn't comment. He doesn't care. Because the one he cares about is the border surrounding Canada, where you can go to another country like the United States. That is the passport that he wants because that's the beginning. But what do you do? So he has to crush these truckers. What, what, what do you do? How do you do that? What do you, 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 you know, you can't do it with the police force that you have in Ottawa. You don't have enough people. You don't have the enough people. Number one. And number two, even if you had enough cops to arrest everybody that was there, which could you imagine the videos of that? What do you do with all the trucks? Not like it's like driving a Subaru. You have to know how to drive that thing. So the next thing is the military. You got to bring in the military. Well, if you bring in the military, same problem. Are you just going to arrest everyone and round everybody up? Put them in prisons, put them in camps, put them wherever you think they need to go to be uh, re-educated? So A, what do you do with them? And what do you do with the videos that are going to be coming out about that all over the internet? And B, what do you do with the trucks? Again, you got the same problem. So Trudeau has overplayed this so badly. He has made every mistake I think that he could have made. And it's, I think it's going to come back to bite him. I mean, what, what is he, is he honestly going to ask his fellow countrymen, the Canadians that are part of the military, is he honestly going to ask them, go in there and kill people? Go in there and shoot people if they won't do what you're asking them to do? Will his countrymen do that? Every choice that he has made, he has backed himself further and further and further into a corner. So you have to wonder, the level of desperation, what is he willing to do? Or what is he willing to try to get people who quote-unquote work for him to do? I don't know, but you look around the world and you look at history and you look at 
how ordinary men end up doing horrible, horrible things to their fellow countrymen. And you, you have to be concerned. If you know anything about history, if you know anything about human nature, you have to be concerned. And all of this, all of it, was created by decisions that people made. This is not something that just happened. This is not like there was a tornado and it just happened. Every event going on in Canada, every event in the United States, are the result of decisions that were made by people. And those people need to pay for these decisions. You can't, you cannot withhold early treatment information for COVID-19. You cannot suspend the licenses of doctors that are writing scripts for drugs that otherwise before COVID would have been completely fine, but now you're going to suspend their licenses. You cannot do any of these things. There has to be, there has to be ramifications for all of this stuff. I mean, you have literally the people that have made made these decisions have killed people. They They have blood on their hands. They are associated with murder. They cannot get away with it. They cannot. And I don't care what level of government they're at. If they get away with it, it is the beginning of the end for the United States. Because things like that are things that you would expect to happen in some third world hellhole where there is no rule of law, where there is no form of government that is set up the way that we have our set up here. And if we are just going to accept the fact that some people did some things and ah, we'll just let it go. You know, it was a crazy time, COVID. Just let it go. No. No, because we knew and there were doctors who knew and there are doctors that are saying it now right out of the gate. Soon after this whole thing started, we knew how to deal with this stuff. And people made decisions to quash it. And those people need to pay. They need to pay. In other news, Eric Adams, I know I talk about Eric Adams a lot, but uh, it's just amazing to me that the dude is in office for six weeks and he's a disaster, an utter disaster. And he goes up in front of the press and talks about what a fantastic job he's doing, that he's the guy, check him out, wears his fancy suit, stands up there, accuses the press of being racist because they ask him difficult questions about the fact that he's flailing and failing. And he is. Flailing and failing. He went up to Albany this week. Went up to Albany to talk to the uh, folks in the legislature up there to try to get the bail reform laws in New York City, which are insane, by the way. Which are insane, which is why there are people getting killed and shot and stabbed and pushed in front of trains because people get arrested and they're out 20 minutes later thanks to these reform laws. So he went up there and he met with uh, the legislature the two leaders up there, and they, they essentially kicked him to the curb. Kicked him to the curb. No chance that he's going to get the kind of bail reform that he wants. And they say, quote, we are not going back to the failed policies of the 1990s. 
the failed policies of the 1990s, folks, when, when Giuliani came into office and decided he was going to clean up New York City, there were over two, 2,200 murders a year. 2,200 murders a year. He got it down to a little over 200. Failed policies of the 90s? Why? Because you didn't like the fact that the people who were being predominantly arrested were young black men because they were committing all of the crimes? In this new woke world, we can't have that, right? We have to live. All of us have to live around these people that are straight up criminals and there's nothing you can do about it. So Adam's new plan as of today, he's going to send social workers and nurse cop squads to target the subway's homeless crisis. This is in the New York Post today. Mayor, Mayor Eric Adams... First effort to clean up the city's increasingly dangerous subway system will involve squads of school nurses and outreach workers joined by cops to convince homeless people and the mentally ill to accept help, the Post has learned. He is going to get, he's going to get people killed. I mean, he's already getting people killed. There's people dying in New York because he is completely ineffective and has no idea what to do. Just because he, when he ran for mayor. He said he was the guy to do this job because he had been a police officer and he knew how to clean up the streets. Just because you wear a blue uniform and nothing against men and women who do that. I hold them in very high regard, but just because you wear a blue uniform doesn't mean that you have the skill set that translate exactly to cleaning up a city of 8 million people. Not quite sure one equates to the other. And then when you can't do the job that you said you could, you turn around and call everybody a racist. So he comes out and says, I'm be- my actions are being interpreted by people who don't look like me. So the next day, somebody, one of the pe- people in the press comes out and say, how could you make these racist comments? So Adams responds, I want you to go back and look what I said. Not one time that I say the word racism. Okay, so either we're dealing with a simpleton which I think we are in some ways. I don't think Eric Adams is a very smart man at all. I don't think he's a very smart man at all. Or a liar. Because now we have to actually use the word racism to be racist. (laughs) Do we need to do that now? Come on, man. Come on, man. Do we? So the post piece continues. A February 8th email obtained by the Post, shows that the city and the MTA began recruiting Department of Health nurses who work in the city's public school system to volunteer for this program to go down into the subways to deal with the homeless people and undergo training to do this. It's unbelievable. Unbelievable. Like, this is the dumbest idea that I have ever heard. If you want to clean up New York City, there's no... There's, there, there's no um, mystery about how to do it. In fact, it's been done. And the guy who did it is still around. And all of the people that he did it with, they're still around. Why wouldn't you call them and say, hey, I need some help here. Give me, give me some pointers. Even if you don't implement all of them. Uh, it's, this piece continues in the post. The training sessions were set up to begin last week and the teams were scheduled to begin their work, which could continue for three months or more on Monday, the 21st. 
It's unclear how many nurses signed up, but one of them who got the email was skeptical. Oh, I wonder why. I guess she has a functioning brain, unlike the mayor. Was skeptical, saying, quote, to activate us for this is absolutely ridiculous. We're short of school nurses to begin with. Nurses are completely overburdened in the schools. Now we're being expected to to work with homeless on the trains? And these are the same homeless people that are pushing people in front of trains to kill them. New York, as I've said a hundred times before, is in deep, deep trouble. We are in deep trouble. That's why I'm going to Florida. <laughs> ah, VAERS today. What is the number of dead from the COVID vaccine? 23,615 is the latest number. 23,615. You wouldn't know it, know it based on the reporting. And it turns out that Scotland, one of the countries around the world that actually publishes some of the best COVID data, has decided, you know what? Nah, I don't think we're going to do that anymore. I don't think we're going to do that anymore. From Alex Berenson, Substack, called Unreported Truths, he writes, data about the vaccines is disappearing. He writes, uh, Scotland is one of the most transparent countries about COVID vaccines. Whoops, I meant Scotland was one of the most transparent. The country said that the mRNA shots work so well that the raw data showing how well they work will no longer be released. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> is anybody, does anybody believe this? Does anybody believe this? From the Glasgow Times, the headline, COVID data will not be published over concerns that it's being misrepresented by anti-vaxxers. Misrepresented by anti-vaxxers. I will link to this in the show notes. It is worth your time reading it. But the, the data that, their late, the latest data that Scotland released clearly shows, clearly shows that between unvaccinated, one dose, two dose, and booster, the number of people getting sick and dying are way higher in those who have the booster. Way higher. For the date range of the 29th of January through the 4th of February, in the unvaccinated group, they had 13 dead. In the one dose group, they had four. In the two dose group, they had 17. And in the boosted in the boosted, they had 73. The boosted people had 60 more deaths than the unvaccinated. And they're going to stop. They're going to stop producing this data because they're claiming that it's being used by anti-vaxxers. No, that actually they're just reading the data, the numbers, and saying, okay, clearly you're at more risk if you have a booster. That's just what the data shows. But again, we have crossed over, like I've said many, many times right here on this microphone. We've crossed over many, many times from data no longer matters. This is a religion, just like masks are a religion. Everybody has picked their tribe. And hell, I am not going to listen to any data if it goes against whatever my tribe says. Fortunately, here on the Ritz Report, we are on Team Reality. Team Reality actually looks at data and says something does work or it doesn't. Something does work or it doesn't. Those not on Team Reality look at data and say, well, I don't like the way that looks, so I don't believe it. 
right? Or thank God I got two shots and a booster and then I got COVID because COVID would have been way worse if I hadn't done that. Meanwhile, where's the evidence of that exactly? Where is the evidence of that? It doesn't exist, my friends. It doesn't exist. So I'm going to wrap up now just because it's been a long couple of days and I'm ready for the weekend. Everybody's working for the weekend. Oh, yeah. Here we go. All right. So before we get out of here, let's do ah, the woke word of the day. Hi, uh, I'm Brad. I'm the uh, beta male here at the Ritz Report, and I'm so happy that you're here with me. Ah, Today's woke word of the day is misogynist. Ah. <laughs> and the definition of the word misogynist is a man. Ah. <laughs> uh, folks, and last but not least. Hero of the stupid. Hero of the stupid. Here we go. Go ahead and you stack spaghetti sauce at a store and in, in, in a supermarket. You control the guy or the woman who runs the run, brings out the carts on, 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 on a forklift. Come on. What happens? <laughs> they make you management. COVID has taken this year, just since the outbreak, has taken on, more than 100 years. Look, here's the lives. It's just, it's, you think, mean, about, think it. about it. If you have a problem figuring out whether you're for me or Trump and you ain't black. <laughs> <laughs> there he is, folks. President Joe Bite Me, a.k.a. Plugs, a.k.a. Dementia Patient, whatever you want to call him. There he is. There he is. Thanks for joining me today on the Rich Report. Sorry for the uh, somber opening there, but it was a, uh, it was a rough day yesterday, um, and I appreciate you just being patient and listening. And uh, for all of you, like I said, all of you out there that have gone through that same thing. My heart goes out to you. Goes out to you. Definitely a, a heartbreaking event. Send me notes of adoration and love or pure hatred to Ritz at RitzReport.com. Ritz at RitzReport.com. I will be back here next Tuesday. Next Tuesday with bells on. Oh, yeah. And in the meantime, do me a solid. Do me a solid out there, folks. Share this podcast with some of, you, some of your friends. Just click the little share button there and send it along. I'm sure whoever you send it to will love it. They'll fall in love and they'll appreciate you more as a friend. And if you would give me a review on one of the sites where you get the podcast, thank you so much for being here. I will see you next week. And of course, until next time, let's go, Brandon. Brandon.